This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is straight up and down 7 o'clock Wednesday, hump day, middle of the week. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we welcome you into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we're brought to you this morning by Good Feet, VersaLift Southwest, ProStar Rental, and Big Boys Record Service. Uh, thanks so much to all those folks for being a part of the program. All right, uh, let's go around the horn and check in. And we start to my left and your right. Good morning to Ward Whites. Good morning. How are we? Outstanding. Uh, you know what we need to do? We need to go have a jog. Like, a morning jog as soon as we get off at 9. Everybody up for that? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I probably need to, but I don't know if I'm that excited about it. I take three. <laughs> st- I would take three steps and I'd be on the ground. <laughs> Garrett, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. All right. All right. So the first two series of Major League Baseball canned. Anybody surprised? No. A little bit. Yeah. I don't know if I'm surprised or just ticked off. I mean. First of all, that was the Rangers and the Yankees, by the way. That's four games that you're not going to get back with New York. And then a three-game set with the Miami Miami Club. So there's your first seven games down the tubes because the billionaires and the millionaires can't get together. And I know, fellas, that what they're arguing about and fighting about and, and negotiating over is very important to them. But you know what? To me as a fan, I don't care. I just want to know who's the third baseman. Who's going to be the the closer? That's all I care about. I mean, do they not get that? And do they not get that if they don't have baseball, we will find something else to do? I don't I don't I don't think they do. I mean, I I I'm sure they get it, but I don't I don't know that they care at this point. I just feel like there's such a discrepancy between the the players at the bottom and these superstars and I understand I mean I would I wouldn't want to just bend and give in and look I understand when they're, we're saying it's a minimum of four hundred thousand dollars to us that's a lot of money but in the grand scheme of things when you look at baseball that's like minimum wage that's ridiculous well you know I, 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 I'll go at it a different way Somebody want to give me $450,000 play a kid's game? I'm all in. I understand that. I'm all in. I understand that, but it's from the it's a big business. It's a, you know, I get it. But you know what? I don't care. Well, I think they've done this. They painted themselves in the corner. I've said this a million times, but when you isolate and you give certain individuals these ridiculous contracts, what well, there's no money left to share with the teams. It's it's baseball has been the worst at contracts when it comes to major sports, in my opinion. Well, again, they don't. There's a lot of things that they do as individual franchises and their their TV, uh, their individual TV deals. You know, we talked about the Yankees owning the Yes Network and then the Rangers having to negotiate with Bally's uh, to, you know. It, it, anyway, I don't care. Let, let me just, let's just get that on the table. <laughs> they can have all of the issues, financial issues they want, compensation issues they want, uh, length of, of, you know, w- when you become a free, all of that stuff. I, I don't care. I care about whether or not 
we're going to play baseball or not. And if you continue on doing this, I'll go find something else to do. Here's a conversation we had yesterday afternoon late. What if this USFL gets going and it's entertaining? Do you switch and say, you know what, baseball, lock out all you want to, contract negotiate all you want to, I'm going to watch me some USFL football. Well, I think for USFL football, they're hoping no baseball because that gives them that gives them center stage and gives them an opportunity. I, you know, I, I, I think there's there's a lot of sports that could benefit from it. And and look, baseball's done this to themselves. And last time, it almost crushed baseball. And again, it it took a monumental home run race powered by steroids to, and a turn of the cheek by Major League Baseball to yeah. revive it. And I, I don't know that even that could save it this time if they knock out half a season. What, what, so tell me something, guys. When, when, when is your emergency date? I mean, we just lost seven games. Is it 14 games? No, yours. Is it for? I mean, when does it become totally irrelevant to you? It's almost there now for me. I don't watch. It's been there. I don't watch Major League Baseball. See, I don't know what mine's going to be, and, and I'm ticked off right now. And I, you know, but the the minute that they throw the first pitch, am I? Do I go running back like everybody else does? Like 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 we all have done over the last several work stoppages. Y'all think this would be happening or be dragging out if we weren't on the fringe of March Madness? Because they know all eyes are going to be on basketball for the next month. I feel like they're maybe using that to string this out. I don't think so. I mean, because look, they just canceled games in April. Okay. Because because you know March is is let's get ready for April, and they just banged seven games in April. Well, opening day is the most important thing to Major League Baseball. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's by For, far because the most important until the playoffs. Every franchise is undefeated and in first place on opening day. And they're all full. Yeah, because, look, I mean, we all have grand visions of, you know, winning a World Series on opening day. Now, half of them are in last place after opening day, but I mean, opening day be, is a big deal. There used to be talks of opening day of being a national holiday and, and canceling school. It should some, be. Yeah, well, it probably should have been. Not anymore. No, I'd rather have the Super Bowl or something like that as a national well, holiday. Well, Cincinnati did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he said, no school, kids. <laughs> Stay up late. Watch the postgame show. <laughs> it was worth it, even though they lost. Yeah. Good game. Uh, but I don't I don't know, guy. I mean, 662-1660 is our ESPN Central Texas uh, uh, text line, uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Do you care? I mean, will you go back? We all keep saying, well, well, well not, I never. But every time that they have a work stoppage, we all go back and watch. I mean, it, look what look what the crowds looked like last year. I mean, they were, you know, people in the stands, television sets on, radios turned on, people keeping up with the batting averages. I mean, we're, we're going to talk tomorrow, I believe, with Jared Sandler of the Ranger broadcast team. But I, I, I'm just curious, is he as somebody who's, Makes his li- literally makes his living with Major League Baseball. Is he concerned that the fans are just going to go? All right, that's your deal. We'll f- we'll go find something else. We'll go to the lake. Uh, we'll go fishing. I mean, I don't know. 
I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. And then you got to think if you're Texas and, and you're the, the owner group and everything, and you still built that stadium and you really haven't had an opportunity to, to utilize it properly over with COVID and, you know, last year. And then now this. And I mean, your team stinks. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. got to be scrambling in Arlington. And, and stop and think about this. What are we doing about July 15th? We are talking football. Mm-hmm. We are getting ready for, you know, the the Big 12 media days where the, all the coaches meet up at AT&T Stadium. We're talking about high school football two-a-days just around the corner. Well, we're, NFL we're is for, center stage right now. Absolutely. I mean, they're getting ready for the combine. Yeah. Well, they have figured out how to stay relevant year-round. Yeah. I mean, they have. Uh, it, it, it's in, it, we, we got a segment we're going to do today on the Cowboys on, on the program. We're talking about the, the Cowboys in, in March. As we should. Yeah, Talk Cowboys year round. That, that thing never stops. So, yeah, and that's a and that's a program that hasn't won in twenty five years. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, so anyway, we'll we'll get into that we'll, in in Major League Baseball and see what you think about that, folks. TCU knocked off Kansas last night. How about that in the first of back to backs. They'll play again Thursday up at the Allen Fieldhouse, and then KU will close Saturday against Texas while Baylor closes Saturday against Iowa State. I don't know the tiebreaker. Look, let's assume KU wins both their their last two home games against TCU and Texas. Let's assume that. And Baylor beats Iowa State. They're going to be tied for first place. They would have split in their two games. we got to figure out what the tiebreaker is in in this deal. You might just split the regular season conference championship and then have – Start playing for the, the somebody's got to be the one seed. Tournament. Somebody's got to be the one seed in Kansas City. Ooh, How do you I, figure I, that I one? I, I don't. Know. I don't know it, I, and I'm I'm ashamed to tell you I don't. But you know, first is always head to head competition. Well, you're going to have split. You're going. You, you know, uh, Kansas wins in Lawrence and Baylor wins in Waco. So we'll, we'll have to figure that out. But and again, that's going on the assumption that. Kansas beats TCU and then turns around and beats Texas and Baylor beats Iowa State. Uh, but that's back-to-back losses for KU, and that doesn't happen real real often under Bill Self. Nope. So we'll uh, we'll dive into that a little bit. Uh, some high school basketball. Uh, regional quarterfinals played last night. We'll get into that. So we got a lot of stuff to do this morning here on the program. So, uh, again, if you, uh, if you got an opinion about Major League Baseball, do you care? I mean – Seriously, do you care? 254-662-1660 is the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, Justin says, I go back, uh, I go back, but my love for MLB lessens each time. I won't teach my kids my love for baseball nearly as much as my father taught me. And that, my friends, is the sentiment of a lot of people, and that's a problem, Ward Whites. Well, that's why the sport is, is you know, Dying on the vine. It, it really is because, you know, used to, that's what you did. You went to the ballpark with your dad. I was going to ask you, you, you've got a grown son. How often do y'all go, hey, let's go to the game? We used to all the time. I said, how often do you say, let's go to the game? Not not anymore. Not as, not nearly as much, do you? No. And that is a problem. You've got a, a young son. Mm-hmm. You Just you and him ever get in the car and drive up to Arlington and go to the ball game? No. That is a problem. Yeah. And it's too expensive for one thing. Well, it, it's not going to get any cheaper with this little dude. Trust I mean, me, I know. I mean, 
every every time every time it, it, if and I know I don't know what they're I, I purposely tried not to get real deep into what they're they're you know I, I read the headlines what they're negotiating yeah. negotiating over but it just seems it feels uh or the my perception is every time that this happens we end up we the fan end up paying in some shape form or fashion oh, there's no doubt in some shape form or fashion and you're going to hear them talk about well we, we we have the fan in mind no you don't no you don't no you don't no you don't if you did uh you'd both figure out a way to say you know what let's put the fan first let's let's go back to work and let's keep talking Let, let's let's start the season without an agreement and let's keep talking Either that or you play all the minor leaguers. Yeah. Well, and, and that's yeah. and, and that's something that we talked about this morning. Look, if you don't want to play in the, in the big parks, I'll go down to Frisco or up to Frisco or down to Round Rock. I have no problem with that. I enjoy that. It's a heck of a lot cheaper. Or do you like the NFL did? Just bring in, bring in the minor leaguers, lock out the big leaguers. Bring them into the big parks and let them play. Yeah. So, I don't know. But in, in, in Washington got a Super Bowl with scabs. Well, and, and Garrett, you had a great point. I mean, there sits a brand new building that just doesn't have a whole lot going on in it. Nope. And and because of COVID and all kinds of other issues, I mean, so it played the World Series in it in front of a crowd of none, you know. <laughs> and it wasn't the Rangers, by the way. Nope. So there was a I pretty good crowd there. So here's the deal. Does ESPN turn to college baseball and say, hey, you know what? We're going to load you up. No, I bet they do. I, we're going to load you up and because we've got so many hours of unfilled inventory now because what are we going to put on? Pushing a rock, you know, throwing, throwing a Volkswagen? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you could. I mean, that, that might be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I just, I don't know. Just, I, I saw it last night, and I just sit there and stared at the television. I went, you got to be kidding me. Four o'clock came around yesterday, and they didn't get it done. You've got to be kidding me! All right, it's a and again, I know I'm looking at it simplistically, but I don't care. Their problems aren't my problems, other than I don't have baseball right now. That's the only way I look at it. Seven fourteen. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's check out the weather forecast. And our weather this morning is being brought to you by the Nietzsche Group. With the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from, from many carriers. You can learn more at thenitchegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today, but another mild day as high pressure builds in. 74 degrees will be the high. It'll be partly cloudy tonight, dry, with lows dropping to 42. And partly cloudy skies tomorrow, just a little bit warmer, with a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. Live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's Thursday from Rudy's. That's the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday live from Rudy's. And right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. 
At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person counts. Not have to file for an extension. She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. Hey, can someone help with these 1099? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16-1182-22462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Seven nineteen. It's nineteen minutes after seven o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett coming up at the bottom of the hour. We are going to visit with Quentin Snell, the head coach of the Conley Cadets. Conley beat Center last night, seventy-one to fifty-seven, to move to thirty-one and three overall. And more importantly, guys, they move on to the regional tournament again. Uh, they're going to play Sealsby coming up Friday night over in Lufkin. Lorena won last night. They beat Grosbeck 56-52. They're going to play die ball Friday night uh, at Midway High School. And uh, La Vega lost to uh, LBJ, Austin LBJ, 61-47. to So LBJ will move on to uh, Lufkin to play in that regional as well. Uh, just some overall thoughts. I know, Ward, you keep up with, with high school basketball. Just some overall thoughts on these three games. 
Well, you look at Conley, and you know they've gotten better and better each and every week that they've gone out there. And now they they get back to the region tournament, and they've got a team they're really familiar with in Silsby that they're going to face up against. And it, it's been a difficult challenge for them in the past. But you know, you 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 just keep you know it's like that big rock. You just keep hammering on it as one hit at a time, and you know maybe you can bust through, and maybe this is the year that they have that opportunity. They're certainly playing at a high level right now, and. How about Lorena? You know, they they start off a little <laughs> bit slow, uh, and they get everybody off get football team in there and kind of get their legs underneath them basketball wise. And boy, they've been they've been on a roll since then, and they make their way back to the region tournament, and have a chance to get to the state tournament in San Antonio. And you know, I don't I don't know that there's another team out there right now that has an opportunity to win a state football championship and turn around and win a boys basketball championship. In the same calendar year, pretty impressive. In in, Gary, I mean, you look at their twenty three and thirteen record, and you go, oh, okay, well, they're twenty three and thirteen. That does not reflect the kind of basketball team that they are. Because hey, look, we talked about this a long time ago. While Ray Biles and the football team was making the run, uh, the Lorena basketball team was playing, but they were playing without most of their varsity basketball players, so they were having to play with sub varsity players at the varsity level. But those guys were getting great experience, great opportunities. Heck, they even hosted their own basketball tournament uh, during this run mm-hmm. to the state championship. And I think it has paid dividends for their basketball team. No, it really has. And I think that's one of those things where sometimes records can be deceiving. And it really doesn't matter as far as the wins and losses go until district begins. And once district began, Lorena had all of their guys in place. Uh, you know, they had a little, a couple games to get under their belt. Uh, to build some chemistry, and they've just been clicking. And I think this is really one of those things where winning cultures just breed into the kids, and it's not just the boys. You know, it's across the board athletically. So I'm not surprised by what Lorena has done, and I think we you brought up a good point this morning. They're essentially playing in their backyard. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think that's huge. They're playing in their backyard. You're going to play at Midway again this week. I think that's a big, big uh, benefit to the Leopards. Oh, there's no doubt. You know, sleep in your own bed, be able to just, you know, hop on the bus and drive about, what, five minutes? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, you know, if you want to, hey, everybody get in your car meet me there. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's one of them deals. Uh, and, and, and obviously, die ball will be traveling. I mean, I, I to me, when you start looking at little things that could go a long way, that's a great point. Uh, it, it, to me, I was thinking more in the terms of, of, of just not having to travel. But you make a great point. Uh you win Friday night, you sleep in your own bed to play Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's huge. Yep. That's huge. That's big. So we'll see. Now you got to get past. You know, we got to get past Friday night. So, uh, and then the Conley matchup with with Silsby. That uh, it's going to be a rematch. A classic. Yeah. Those two teams. Uh, they know each other. We've met. You know. So <laughs> yeah. They they know each other very very well. Over the past few years, it's either been. You know, Yates or Conley or Yates or Silsby that that Conley's matched yep. up with at some form or fashion in a region tournament, and you know, here we go, Silsby again. I think this is one of those things where you 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 see it, you know, it's coming, and these kids have seen those guys enough that we're I think they're mentally prepared and ready for the challenge. I think that you're well, going to see them get it this time. There's there's a lot of teams out there that are intimidated by Silsby, absolutely, and Yates at the same time, but certainly Silsby. You know, you walk into a gym and you watch them warm up and you go, oh, boy, yeah, here, here we go. Conley's not one of those teams. They're not intimidated by Silsby. 
Well, and I think probably because of who they've played over the over well, the years. Because they've, they've they'll play ma- anybody. They've matched them time and time again, mm-hmm. and they've played with them, and they just they haven't been able to break through that wall. Yeah, but they also and they know going into it they're to how to attack the press because Silvsby's going to press you. They're going to press you from from the tip. They're going to press. Yeah, so I mean, I think Conley has an idea of how to attack that. It's just they a matter do. of executing. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out in about, oh, I don't know, five minutes when we talk with Coach Nell uh, and, and, and look back at the center win and then go ahead and look at the regional tournament. We'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. I, I, I was just texting with uh, Jerry Hill from uh, the Baylor Bear Insider. Jerry believes when it comes to the tiebreaker that you go to the next team in line uh, and look at the head-to-head records there. So you're, you're talking about Texas Tech where uh, Tech swept Baylor and Tech and KU split. So KU would then end up being the one seed in Kansas City and Baylor the two, and they'd be just co-champions when it comes to the regular season. So, uh, And that probably makes sense. So, uh, But that's, that's what Jerry believes. And if Jerry believes I'm it, go with it. If yep. Jerry believes it, I'm rolling with it. I'm just telling you. All right, uh, seven twenty-five. It's twenty-five after seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett and Ward and and you on this uh, beautiful Wednesday morning. It, it, and Ward, you and I. Well, you've got a jacket on. I got a vest on, and Garrett's got a t-shirt and shorts. Yep. He, he wore jeans, what, a week ago or something like that? Yeah, I almost had, like, some spontaneous combustion in here. <laughs> I was hot, man. I'm not doing that again. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, is there, like, a temperature where you go, if it's below X, I'm going this route, and if it's above Z, I'm going this route? I think it really depends on how long I'm going to be outside. You know, like, like if I'm going to be outside for, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour, I'll probably put some pants on. But if I know I'm just going to be running, but you're in talking and about warm ups. You're not talking about jeans. Oh no, I didn't even know you own jeans. I have two pair, and I wear them very rarely. <laughs> they look new. <laughs> they see. <laughs> they look new. But no, I, I just it, to me, it, it's easier to wear like a pullover and some shorts, and then just go from there. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> I'm looking around this room. Ward's got a jacket on. I got a vest on, and long sleeve shirt, and. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> there you go. All right, 726. Let's take a second. And let's talk about uh, the brokerage house. You can sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees that they're going to sell your house in five days or less, or they're going to buy it from you for a price that you've agreed upon prior to listing your home. The brokerage house is your connection to buyers around Central Texas and across the nation. And uh, if you're going to sell your home, you need to contact Aaron Ryan and the group at the brokerage house. The brokerage house and Aaron have a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value as well as multiple offers on your home. You want to know more about it? 5daystosold.com, the number 5daystosold.com, or call Aaron at 817-812-2978. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been, seems like, more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big 12? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, 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 because the defenses are so good. John Moores, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. 
Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Saturday and Sunday, March 19th and 20th. Be the first to see and own the all-new-to-market Twisted Creek Ranch at the Sneak Preview Land Sale. Get 10 acres for only $99.9. Or a new 1,200-square-foot barn dominium shell in 10 acres for just $159.9. With a prime centralized location between Fort Worth and Austin, this relaxing country retreat is close to everything. Live within minutes of the charming towns of Hamilton and Comanche and be near premier water recreation on Proctor Lake. Don't wait to own 10 beautiful acres in the country for only $99.9 or a new 1,200 square foot barn dominium shell in 10 acres for just $159.9. Excellent land financing is available, so call now 877-333-9413 or visit TwistedCreekTX.com Prices for a 1,200 square foot barn dough shell and 30 foot by 10 foot covered porch constructed with concrete pad on a 10 acre parcel at Twisted Creek Ranch. Depending on location and setting, additional concrete cost may apply. Special barn dough price available to Lone Star customers only. An equal housing opportunity. Have you ever ever been stranded on the side of the road the next time it happens call big boys record service to get you and your ride where you need to be you can count on big boys record service to help you with roadside assistance such as when your vehicle won't start you need a tire change you've locked yourself out of your vehicle or when you're stuck in the mud no job is too big or too small they do it all family owned and operated since 1984 big boys record service call 254-662-3031 and remember slow down or move over since 1943 pioneer steel and pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter they can handle all your fencing needs they also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs if you need purlin tubing beams weld plates h braces fence posts Culverts or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. The Real Texas Gun Show returns Saturday, March 5th, and Sunday, March 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show March 5th, 9 to 5, and March 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Lorena is headed to the regional semifinals for the second straight year after a 56-52 win over Grossbeck. Conley will also continue playing after a 71-57 win over Center. Helene Ellison and LaVega both got knocked out of the postseason. TCU beat Kansas 74-64. That puts Baylor a half game in front of the Jayhawks at the top of the Big 12 standings. Freshman Casey West tossed the first perfect game in Baylor softball history in a 9-0 win over Prairie View A&M. The Bears also won the nightcap 3-2 to sweep the doubleheader. Baylor baseball on the road tonight against Rice. First pitch at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
All right, 732. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business with Tom and Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us here on a, a uh, Wednesday morning. And we're going to welcome into the program the head coach of the Conley Cadets, Coach Quentin Snell. Coach, good morning and congratulations on the nice win last night. All right, thank you. Good morning. How you guys doing? We are terrific. Tell us, t- tell us a little bit about the matchup and and just kind of how the game unfolded for your club. Oh man, I just think our kids uh, really locked in last night uh, against a really really good center team. Uh, <clears throat> center's point guard is really really good, and we tried to do the best we can we could to contain him. But I think our guys are really just like locked in to what it is we were trying to get accomplished. Uh, last night, uh, getting back to the regional uh, tournament is, you know, every year we try to make that a goal. And so accomplishing that goal is uh, really fulfilling for us. Um, I'm just really proud of our guys, man. Coach, your team takes a lot of pride in playing that defense. And has that been kind of the, the thing that you talk about to get to this point, to get to the region tournament is if we lock down and play good defense, the offense will take care of itself and it turns into offense that way? Yes, sir. No doubt. Uh, you know, that's one of the, the things that we try to make a staple in our program is for <clears throat> every team that we have uh, from our, you know, from our junior high kids all the way, you know, to the big boys. Uh, we want to, you know, take special pride in uh, playing defense because, as you stated, um, you know, I think if you play really good defense, it could quickly turn into some, you know, easy offense, uh, buckets and transition, uh, you know, things of that nature. So, yeah, we want to make sure we do a good job of locking in defensively and and uh, uh, making sure that our guys understand the importance of, you know, finishing defensive possessions and, you know, boxing out and getting out and running. Coach, now it's on and you're going to face Silsby once again. Does the familiarity with this team help these guys uh, knowing what to expect from them? Uh, you know, a little bit. You know, every team is different, you know, year in and year out. Uh, when we played them last year, uh, I think they had three freshmen on the roster, and uh, so did we. And so I told our freshmen, that would be uh, Kobe Black, or sophomores now, uh, Kobe Black, Jalen Nobles, and Kiefer Sibley. I told those guys, uh, it should not be a doubt that we play Sealsby throughout your entire high school career because they got three really good ones, and I feel like we do as well. And so, you know, like I stated, each team is different. You know, they bring a – a little different dynamic than what they did last year, but they're still Sealsby, and uh, we want to try to you know match up with them and do the very best we can and try to defeat those guys. We we talk about the the regional tournament and and obviously the the caliber of competition in the in the regional tournament, but talk a little bit about the caliber of competition in the region itself to get here. Uh, it, it was no easy task, no doubt. Um, for us, you know, playing Carthage in the first round. I mean. Um, they're, they're dynamic. Their point guard is really good. And then we played LaGrange, which is, we've never played before. And uh, they run a system where, you know, they run a lot of sets and a lot of things to get, you know, certain guys the ball. So we had to try to find ways to make sure that we did our very best in negating that. And then, uh, as you stated, you know, defensively, we try to we try to do what we can and take the head off the snake. You know what I'm saying? So we try to, you know, get after their better players as you know, and, uh, you know, try to disrupt the things they try to do defensively. But uh, center last night, oh, man, they're just they're, – <laughs> we, we really got out of there uh, 
you know, uh, just being able to just, like I said, try to try to minimize uh, their point guard as best we could. And, and uh, you know, they had some guys come off the bench at a couple of threes against us. But, you know, just going back to even our district, I feel like our district really gives us an opportunity to, uh, you know, go deep into the playoffs because of the caliber that we get a chance to play play against. <clears throat> Coach, when you get into this point of the season, I know you have the, the non-district, then the district in the third phase into the playoffs, but do you have to adjust when you get into the playoffs because of who you're playing, or is it more of, hey, this is what we do and make sure we do the things that we do good and everything else will take care of itself in that situation? Yeah, that's kind of – I mean, that's kind of how we played it, you know, this year, you know, like I stated before, some some teams are a little different. You have to make certain types of adjustments. But uh, with this team, uh, we're just gonna, you know, try to do the very best that we can. You know, make some tweaks here and there. But we're gonna we're gonna do what we do because that's what got us here. So we're just gonna, uh, you know, roll with the punches and ask our guys to just continue to lock in and you know and be together and be for one another and and uh, you know try to get to this next round. Coach, you mentioned Kobe there a while ago, and he's obviously getting recruited in football highly. Uh, how important is it for to have those multi-sport athletes, especially at this point in the season? Oh, I think I mean I think I talked about this before. I mean, just having guys that are competing uh, year-round, um, I think that's real important. And uh, you know, our whole you know we got ten guys on the varsity basketball team, and all ten of those guys play football. They were all starters on the football team. Uh, you know, once you know the season is over with, you know they'll go to track, they'll go to they'll go to baseball, and, and then they don't we don't we don't forget about the weight room either. So we're always uh, finding ways to compete, and then at the same time, it's another avenue or another way to keep them accountable, particularly in the classroom. Uh, so all that works hand in hand when you have those guys who are, you know, always you know they're kind of busy and. You know, you know. Hopefully, you know, doing the right things outside of here because they know they got you know something else to try to, you know, try to attain, try to do good in track, try to do good in baseball, making sure they're taking care of their business in the classroom. You know, and you know, are they tired? Probably, but we try to do a good job of making sure we manage their, you know, their body and do things like that. So, I'm I'm all for the multi-sport athlete. Uh, even though I wasn't a real good athlete, I played multiple sports. So I'm really going to hang on. You were a good athlete. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Good gracious. Visiting with Quentin Snell. Yes, you were visiting with Quentin Snell, the head coach of the Conley cadets. Uh, Coach, fill in the blank for me. The cadets get to the championship of the regional tournament. If we do blank, Uh, you know, continue to try to defend at a high level. Um, Take care of the ball, um, and uh, and stay together. Be together. Be for each other, and trust our values that we presented to these kids all year. Coach, thanks. We appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck to you this weekend in Lufkin, and uh, hopefully, we're talking to you next week about uh, heading headed to San Antonio. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Tom. Talk to you soon, Coach. Thanks. That's Quentin right. Snell, the uh, head coach of the of the Conley Cadets. I think that guy has worn blue and gray. His entire life. I mean, seriously. I mean, hey, he's just, you know, he's, that's, that, that's home. And, through through. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. It's uh, 740. We're 20 away from 8 o'clock. Uh, a couple of uh, notes from the CNC Collision Center text line. 
uh, from the 903. MLB has turned its history from can the Red Sox and the Cubs finally win a series to how long will it be before we have another work stoppage? It feels like there are only a handful of superstars, and if one of those few players are not on the field, why are we buying tickets? And, you know, uh, I think that could be, you know, the perception of of MLB right now. It certainly is with him. Uh, and, again, I, I just – to me, what, what they've done, they've created a train wreck ward. I mean, and I – again, I've said this a million times. I understand – you know, from a logical standpoint, hey, they've got things that they need to take care of. The Players Association is looking for things that they need to, to take care of their players today and, and into tomorrow. But I think where they fail to realize is I don't know that, that the, the average fan, the guy that's going to go to a game on June the 14th, you know, and just sit in the stands and watch a baseball game and have a hot dog and, and some popcorn and a Coke, I, I don't think that they realize – we don't care. We don't care about – we got our own work issues. We don't care about yours. All we care about is are we going to the ball game or not? I, you know, I, I don't know that they take that into consideration. They want theirs when they want theirs, and, and they feel like that everything else will take care of itself. And, you know, history has proven that it kind of does. And, you know, again, it, it took a while the last time, but it, it came back around. You know, and look, if it takes another steroid home run race to, to bring it back, I'm all in. Yeah, I, I would probably tune in for that. I mean, that's I, that, it's sad to say, but, I mean, oh. baseball has been on life support since then. Yeah. That was the uh, only time I really watched baseball was when you had the, the McGuire and Sosa and them going at it. And, and I'm and, just the different dude. You know, I'm not, I, I don't care how long a game takes. Oh, I do. That's Ooh. the beauty of baseball is it doesn't have a clock. It's the one that doesn't have a clock. I, I, don't, I, I don't mind the length of the game. That doesn't bother me. But, I mean, I, I do think that there is lack of superstars in the league right now. They're, you know, they're few and far between. Heroes. I mean, heroes. Yeah. They, you know, back in the day, you know, Blaze and I go to the ballpark. There, there's times you don't leave your seat and go to the concession stand. You just don't because yeah. so and so's coming up to bat. You know, or because so and so's on the mound, you don't want to miss a pitch. That's not the case anymore. I get it. I mean, you know, little old Arlington, Arlington Stadium, the very first one. I mean, Reggie Jackson would would come into town a couple of times a year, and I mean, yeah, you're right. You had superstars. I mean. You had the Nolan Ryans in those guys. Uh, do you have great players now? Yeah, but are they are they hero type players? They're not I household mean, names anymore. I mean, you know, does the kid? Does, you know, does 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 Garrett's son say when I grow up I want to be just like fill in the blank? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No, it's 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 totally different. So there you go, uh, Justin on the CNC Collision Center text line says, self and Drew. Should box for the uh, for the championship? <laughs> come to come to center court and get after for three rounds. Bare knuckle brawl. I like it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> All right, seven forty three, seventeen away from eight o'clock. This is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to talk some college basketball. We're going to do it in just a couple of minutes. But right now, I want to talk about City Ranch Boot Company. They got a, a great location out to, on the China Spring Highway. Uh, look, you can choose your skin, you can choose your design, and then after after you do that part, after you do your part, then Jay Kelly and his team is going to do their part, and they're going to design you a great pair of boots 
or a belt or a wallet or a handbag or whatever the case may be. They can do it for you as an individual. They could do it for a couple. They could do it for uh, as a gift. They could do it uh, for an entire wedding party. Whatever the case may be, they can certainly do it for you at City Ranch Boot Company. City Ranch Boot Company with custom design, locally owned, family operated, and of course made right here in Texas. They got, uh, uh, it, well, it's just a, a unique experience where you can either shop off the shelf, and they've got a great selection of products there, or, as we said, you can design your own and let uh, Jay and the, and the group do it for you. They're located at 10267 North River Cross, and you're saying, well, where is that? Well, when you head out Highway 6 and uh, you cross the Twin Bridges and you get to, to the red light, and you can either hang a left to go to Crawford or hang a right to go to, to China Spring, hang that right, and it's next to the Joko building. Uh, if, you need, uh, if you need a little more information, you can check them out at City Ranch Boot. Dot com at cityranchboot.com or check them out on Facebook or Instagram or give them a call at 855-7225. I think, I think John Morse is going to broadcast live from there on Friday. I think that's how that's going to go. So uh, check, check out John. He'll be there at 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon. It is City Ranch Boot Company. Baylor Baseball. All season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Wednesday in Houston taking on the Rice Owls. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Rice Baseball Wednesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Now is the time to start thinking about that spring break trip and servicing your vehicle at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. Whether your travels take you to the mountains where it's cold or the beach where it's warm, they have you covered. With their complimentary digital inspection, they are going to make sure your car is roadworthy. Have you been kished? Getting kished means keep individuals safe honestly. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are their business. Dedicated to serving you since 1998, they are local and they are honest and dependable. 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Recently, Total Wireless 
Chris helped Garrett Dvorak throw a virtual baby shower for his wife, Ellie. Just to see everyone's expressions, I don't have words for it. Because when you move to Total Wireless, you can get amazing devices on 5G. And with unlimited plans starting at $25 a month per line for four lines, you could save up to $80 per month. Total Wireless, you guys pulled through. Total Wireless, do amazing. 5G capable device and SIM required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Savings claim made when compared to four-line postpaid plans of the leading carrier for 2021. See terms and conditions at TotalWireless.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Lorena is headed to the regional semifinals for the second straight year after a 56-52 win over Grossbeck. Conley will also continue playing after a 71-57 win over Center. Malene Ellison and LaVega both got knocked out of the postseason. TCU beat Kansas 74-64. That puts Baylor a half game in front of the Jayhawks at the top of the Big 12 standings. Freshman Casey West tossed the first perfect game in Baylor softball history in a 9-0 win over Prairie View A&M. The Bears also won the nightcap 3-2 to sweep the doubleheader. Baylor baseball on the road tonight against Rice. First pitch at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. 749. We're 11 minutes away from 8 o'clock. I was just uh, just looking at, at the basketball. Uh, last night in the Big 12, Oklahoma defeated West Virginia 72-59. to And the other game was the first of back-to-backs. Uh, TCU hosting Kansas last night. And then KU will host the Frogs on Thursday night. And then KU will close out the season hosting the Texas Longhorns on Saturday. But last night in Fort Worth, it was TCU on top of KU, 74-64. to And, guys, we were just talking about it. Bill Self's teams just don't lose back-to-back games very often. I, I mean, I guarantee you it's in his time in Lawrence, you, you could probably count on one hand how many times they've lost back-to-back. They just, it just doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. And, look, I caught the last six minutes of that game, and TCU just was physically dominant against them. Lampkin um, really went to work against McCormick, which caught me off guard. Uh, super impressive. I, I I think TCU just came out with a mission, and they defended their home court. And to knock off Texas Tech and Kansas back-to-back, it's unreal. And I really think maybe, and I could be wrong in saying this, but playing against that Baylor team and then facing them, it might have helped them, honestly. This is a this is a league, man, where you just don't take anybody for granted. And can't take a night off. I, I was just looking, Ward. You know why TCU beat Kansas? They played better. Mm-hmm. They shot it better. Uh, they defended it better. Uh, they had a higher percentage of free throws. They out rebounded oh. uh, Kansas. They had more steals than KU. They played better than Kansas played, and that's why they won the game. At the end, you know, KU was working their way back into it, and I think TCU did an excellent job for the free throw line, and that's really what sealed the deal. Um, but just the way they, they were not intimidated one bit, it was really impressive. And Micah Peavy went off. So the Frogs are in, right? Don't, I mean, we, we, we all agree that they're in. I mean, they're 19-9, they're 8-8, and nine, they're eight and eight, and they're in the best league in the country. I, yeah, I don't see how they can get knocked off at this point. 
They got to be in, in my opinion. I agree. I, I just, I don't. <laughs> I, the, the only question is now. This is, this is a team that could benefit from Kansas City. I mean, yes. you know, this is a team. They I can think help could, their seating. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a team that can improve their 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 lot uh, in the tournament in in, in Kansas City. Uh, so now the Jayhawks guys are twenty three and six. They're twelve and four with two games to play at home against TCU again. And as we mentioned, Saturday against Texas, Baylor is, by the way, 13-4 and four with one game remaining at home against Iowa State. Uh, I think this, you know, however you look at it, who's the one seed or the two seed, this puts Baylor in a, in a great position to claim another conference championship or at least a share of it. And I got to thinking about it last night, uh, or, or this morning, rather. You know, we – Look at look at what has gone on athletic wise when it comes to to Baylor. Your football team wins the conference championship and then wins the Sugar Bowl. Your women's basketball team wins another conference title, and your men's team is in a great spot to win a conference title. Does it get much better uh, when it comes to just winning at a high level in a quality league like this? Uh, I think you look at Baylor and they're all across the board. Look at even other sports mm-hmm. that are that are, you know, prevailing pretty well, and you know it, it's become the it's become more of the norm than the anomaly at Baylor right now. I think right now Baylor hands down has arguably the best athletic program in the nation across the board. Could be, could be. I, I mean, do. I mean, you could look around and go, okay, what about you know? But you know what? When you just when you just look at it. it and go, okay, conference championship, Sugar Bowl championship, women's championship again. Well, I think you men's have to mix in the national championship into Baylor basketball. Well, in, yeah. Lump that into there. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I was just talking about in this particular school year. But you're right. If you go back just over a calendar year, I, I, I don't – how does it get any better than what they've been able to accomplish? I just don't know that it does. No. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive, phenomenal. Again, and you're and you're not doing it against the sisters of the poor. You're doing it against really, really, really good teams. You, you are. are so good stuff there. All right, uh, we'll talk more about it coming up uh, in a few minutes. Uh, we'll get into some more Major League Baseball here in a few minutes as well. But right now, we got to welcome in to the program the uh, the voice of the Bears, John Morse. Oh, by the way, John's going to have Dustin Johnson on the program. Dustin is uh, with the uh, Shriners Hospital for Children, and uh, they got the big tournament coming up uh, in uh, this weekend down at uh, Minute Maid, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll talk more about that coming up in a few. And John will certainly have more details on that coming up this afternoon at 3 o'clock, where he is live from Kishis, uh today at 3 o'clock. So, uh, uh, John's on the – I mean, he's on the move now. He's just – he's out and about doing it. So, uh, here's John Morris with today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor softball records a couple of wins and baseball in action tonight on the road in Houston. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? 
We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Coach Rod and the Bears in the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic this weekend here on ESPN Central Texas. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor softball recorded a doubleheader sweep of Prairie View A&M yesterday at Getterman Stadium. Baylor softball now 10-5 and five on the season. They're next in action with a doubleheader at home against Texas A&M. Corpus Christi beginning at noon on Saturday. Baylor baseball in action tonight at Reckling Park in Houston. It is Baylor versus Rice on the air at 615. First pitch at 630 tonight for Baylor Rice baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then the baseball Bears will stay in Houston. They'll compete beginning on Friday in the Shriners Hospitals for Children Classic. Baylor playing three games in three days against quality competition in a major league ballpark, Minute Maid Park. Here's baseball head coach Steve Rodriguez. It is. It's fun to be able to play in those kind of environments. You're going to have anywhere from 10 to 20,000 people there. And I think it's fun because it sets them up to understand exactly what it's going to be like to go into postseason. You're going to have three different teams we got to prepare for. Um, you're, not probably, you're not going to be facing the same team twice. And so you really got to be sure you're making adjustments on the fly and as we go. Because by the time you might get ready, it's too late and the game's over. Now we got to prepare for the next team. Coach Rod and the Bears in action in Houston in the Shriners College Classic beginning on Friday. Baylor will take on UCLA Friday at 11, Tennessee Saturday at 3, and wrap up the tournament Sunday at 7 against LSU. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women close the regular season Sunday in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for the Bears and the Lady Raiders. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Bring on the bragging rights. 
Watch the PGA Tour's best golfers compete head-to-head, shot-for-shot. Are you kidding me? 112 matches, 64 players, one champion. WGC Dell Technologies Match Play, March 23rd through 27th at Austin Country Club. Tickets on sale now at dellmatchplay.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom and Ward and Garrett. We're presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. We're glad you're with us as we uh, roll through a Wednesday morning. Again, Major League Baseball, and and I'll just, I'll go around the room again and ask: Were you surprised when you first saw that seven games or two series? And in the Rangers' case, seven games, two series were banged by Major League Baseball. Were you surprised? Again, yeah, I was. No, I, and I think you're going to see a lot more get canceled as well. Do you really? I do. I, I think that. Do you, Ward? Do you think that this thing lingers and lingers oh, I, and lingers I, I now? Do, I do now. Do you? I was. I didn't want to believe it, but I do now. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's it just, it's it is incredibly frustrating. Uh, Ab, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, talked about the work stoppage. I want to assure our fans that our failure to reach an agreement was not due to a lack of effort by either party. The players came here for nine days. They worked hard. They tried to make a deal, and I appreciate their effort. Our committee of club representatives committed to the process. They offered compromise after compromise and hung in past the deadline to make sure that we exhausted every possibility of reaching an agreement before the cancellation of games. So far, the parties have failed to achieve their mutual goal of reaching an agreement. The unfortunate thing, maybe the most unfortunate thing, is that agreement, the one we've offered to our players, offered huge benefits for our fans and for our players. What on earth did it offer for the fans? Nothing that I see. Go, go into detail. Don't just say that. I mean, well, even that that initial statement was like, uh, "Well, the players put up a good effort," but it's like he, you know, they're just determined to not even flinch. Well, you got to remember now, he works for the owners. At the end of the day, I know he's the commissioner, but who's writing his check? The players or the owners? It's the owners. It's the owners. He works for the owners. Uh I don't know. I mean, Ward, is it is? Am I looking at it too simplistically? I mean, why couldn't they continue to prepare for the season and continue to negotiate as feverishly as it appears that they have this past week? They didn't want to. Bottom line, and they don't want to. Is that, I no, mean, they they don't. They 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 they. You know, both of them are gonna keep having the staring contest, and nobody right now is blinking. So. First yeah. time in 27 years where uh, you're, you're going to have the schedule altered because of a uh, a work stoppage. And my question and in this, by the way, let's quit calling it a work stoppage. It's baseball. My question is, is so 
are all of the players in an agreement? I mean, are there some players that are like, yo, I want to play? And they just well, you know great question. Is. You know there is. You know there is. But, hey, look, I'm going to tell you, the union, your union is stronger than than you. <laughs> yeah. You're the your union is stronger than than you, and if you look, you, Ward mentioned in our first hour the the National Football League work stoppage, where you had uh, where you had the, the, you know those those scab teams. Mm-hmm. You also had players crossing the line, and man, I'm gonna tell you, uh, even after it was all said and done, those guys that crossed that line were looked at differently, uh, much differently. For the rest of their careers, I would think, Ward, wouldn't you? Yeah, there was a big difference. I mean, you you look at, you know, and, it, and funny enough, it was the Cowboys that kind of instigated it. Randy White and the guys kind of finally said, okay, enough's enough. We're, we're going to play football. And, and they kind of broke it loose. And so, you know, I the ones that you're talking about were the actual scabs that, that went across and, and played the games and kept football going. And they were disliked by everybody, right? But and it was it was it was a long time. In fact, I think it was um, what three or four years ago that the players from Washington that won that Super Bowl they actually got rings for that because they didn't get recognized for being you know the guys that got them to the playoffs and got them those wins in the game. Uh, and and I got a friend that played on that team. And, and he finally got his ring about three years ago. They they didn't they didn't even get recognized for for getting them into the position Look where what they were called they could win a Super Bowl or be at the Super Bowl. So you know they they the players wanted nothing to do with those guys. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll I'll even say it. I mean, the guys that the regular guys that that actually crossed the line and, and went back to work. They were looked at differently. I mean, because it kind of they, broke it broke they, the spirit of, of everybody else. They they were a little bit. I mean, they took they took some heat. But I mean, are you going to tell Randy White not to cross the line? No, I, no, no, I'm not. But I mean, <laughs> I I think the union was 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 trying to to keep it that thing together, and, and it and it and it crumbled. And I don't know. I mean, you know, and that's the only way it did because you had some big boys stand up and say, "Okay, what are we doing?" Right. You know, and and, and that's. And that may be what Major League Baseball has to have. Some some of the big guys go, "What are we doing? Yeah, why why are we not playing? This is this is absolutely silly." Well, they're trying to put together a, a, a CBA. The CBA expired, current, uh, collective bargaining agreement. But I mean, I'll just ask again: Why can't something better? Than nothing. Yeah. Why can't they start a, and start getting ready? Uh, because because they don't want that they don't want it to linger anymore because if they start and well and that's they try a great to play, point they try to play the games well the owners are just going to say hey we're making money we don't care let's it we'll we'll, we'll talk about that later no we'll, my, my we'll talk point, about that later my point guys was why can't you start to get ready i'm not telling the players to go play a regular season game without a cba i'm saying go to camp start getting ready and it continues because to the negotiate owners, because the owners don't want them there. They're not going to let them come in, and they, well, they're the I ones know that the, did the lockout. No, I, I get that the owners started the lockout, but I guess the question is why can't the owners and the players come to an agreement that we're going to we're going to send everybody to camp, start getting ready for the start of the season, and we're going to take that three or four weeks 
and continue to negotiate in hopes of having a CBA by the time opening day rolls around. And if we don't, then we'll shut it down again. Well, and that, is that too simple? No, because, well, the owners, it's not too simple, but the owners don't want to do that. They don't want to give them some hope. They, right now, that's their hammer. And they're not going to let them have anything of, hey, you know, if you want to play baseball, if you want to get on this field in spring training, you, you have to agree to our negotiations. If they let them into spring training, well, you know, everybody starts holding hands and you start going, it just, it wouldn't work. I, I don't think that that, that that takes the hammer away from the owners, so they're not going to let them in there. So are I they not the, going to have – so even when the season starts, there's no spring training. You're just going to jump right in. No, no, no. They're going to have to have spring training. There's no way. That's, that's why it gets keep, keep, keeps getting pushed back. That's now, right. The two weeks were scrapped for the season because – That would be spring training That would going to be part okay. of spring part training. Part of spring training. Yeah, that's look, what I've been If it about. goes another 48 hours, there's going to be another two weeks knocked out. Okay. just is. Yeah. So right now you have two series at seven games. That's a week's worth of baseball. You're, you're now back one. You're backed up one week. You've just backed up seven days, one week, seven if, games. If we get to the weekend, you're going to look at maybe the first month being knocked out. So you could, you may have to knock out another two series. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I just thought, you know, why can't they? Because you, And the only reason why the owners came and canceled the season, the first two weeks of the season, they're trying to make another statement. I mean, they're just trying to say, okay, if you're not going to agree to us, we're going to st- because they're not getting paid for those two yeah. weeks. I mean, they're not getting a check. No, that's right. The, uh, and and they're probably not going to make those games up. They say they're not going. They say to. they're not. Uh, Who knows? But do do you find a way to put them on the back end someplace? I mean, and, and again, I don't know that you can because, I mean, if if you keep pushing back the World Series, you're going to get deeper and deeper into football, and you're already battling. And right now, you've you've made the fans mad. They're not going to care a whole lot. No, may not. But I'm telling you, it, it's a possibility because look, you're almost to November with this thing anyway, uh, which is too long. Yeah, it need it needs to move. It needs to move back. But I, but for know. the Rangers, from the Rangers' perspective, just the Rangers, not, not not MLB, just the Rangers. Look at the first four games that they lost. Four huge, huge games. To start the season, the New York Yankees. I don't care if Texas is twenty and eighty or eighty and twenty. When the Yankees are in town, there's big crowds and money being spent. And, and, well, and yeah, you just the lost owners, four. because there's yeah. unfortunately there's a lot more Yankee fans than there are Ranger fans. Well, and again, their money whether they're whether it's blue and pinstripes or, or white and red, I know, their I money's mean, green. It's it's for the owners. I mean, yeah, their money is green, and, and they're and. And ownership is missing out on four days of of those greenbacks going through the turnstiles and then buying everything. So anyway, uh, all right. So we'll keep you posted on that. But man, uh, it's incredibly disappointing. Uh, twenty seven years for the first time in twenty seven years, a labor dispute in MLB has cost the sport games and delayed opening day. Now they'll have opening day. But will it won't it ha- be the same. It won't be the. I agree with you wholeheartedly. It won't have the same feel. It won't be the same. And you know, you could talk about owners and 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 players and and unions and all that stuff. But who gets hurt? The fans. And and where's our trust? I don't have. I'm no, not, I don't I'm have not no going trust. To day. And I don't have any trust in baseball anymore. I mean, they they've 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 killed that for me. Uh, you know, can they earn it back? I don't know. 
I want them to. Right. <laughs> I want to. I want to be a baseball fan. I really, really do. Uh, but you know what? Does that um, does that help? Uh, does that help the minor league clubs? Uh, you know, are they going to have bigger crowds and, and fans and all that? I hope. Maybe. I hope. Uh, you know, if you want to watch some baseball, you will. So we'll see. All right, a dozen minutes after 8 o'clock, 8-12. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom and Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us here this morning. Coming up uh, in a few minutes, uh, we will uh, – where are we going next? Uh, we will uh, – you know what? We're going to talk some Cowboys. We're going to talk some Cowboys. And we're going to talk some USFL. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll get into our football segment coming up in just a couple of minutes here on ESPN Central Texas. But right now, I want to talk about Morrison's Gifts. Guys, let me just tell you this. I know you know that you got to go buy a birthday gift when it's birthday time. you got to buy an anniversary gift when it's anniversary time. Valentine's, Christmas, you know the drill. But sometimes it's just good to buy a gift for no particular reason. And you can do that and get a great gift and a great selection at Morrison's Gifts. They've been doing this since 1979. It's Waco's gift store for every occasion. You can choose from John Hart leather goods. You can choose from key rings, candles, jewelry, uh, all kinds of great uh, great gift ideas. And, and, and free gift wrapping as well available at Morrison's Gifts. They, they've even got Consuela products, a lot of great Consuela products. So, uh, And you're saying, well, I don't know what a Consuela is. Go check it out. You need to learn about it. Uh, she does. I promise you she knows what it is. Morrison's Gifts, a uh, Baylor alumni-owned business with uh, Mark and Sally. They, they'd love to see you at 4308 West Waco Drive. That's next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. I don't know if you went by on Valentine's Day, uh, but if you did, you saw Mark in a white Valentine suit. I'm telling you, a white suit with hearts all over it. Mark, Mark was sporting that suit uh, on Valentine's Day, which leads me to another. No, I'm not even going there. Uh, it is Morrison's Gifts, and again, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today, but another mild day as high pressure builds in. 74 degrees will be the high. It'll be partly cloudy tonight, dry, with lows dropping to 42. And partly cloudy skies tomorrow, just a little bit warmer, with a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mac Roach joining us, director of athletics at Baylor. He wants to be here, and uh, I, I certainly think we're, we're blessed that, that he's our head coach. Okay, I interpret all that you just said is an eight-year deal. Okay, that's kind of what I'm going with. Mm, mm. <laughs> Might be on to something. <laughs> okay, good, good. My instincts are, are on. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. 
Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Hey, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, and we're brought to you by Good Feet, VersaLift Southwest, Pro Star Rental, and Big Boys Record Service. All right, uh, 18 after 8, middle of April is the projected start of the uh, USFL. Is that something, A, that you are going to pay attention to, is it something that you are going to pay more attention to now that we have some Major League Baseball issues? Did, do I they was kinda... already going to pay attention to it, and the baseball stoppage had nothing to do with it. I'll tune in. I mean, I gave the other leagues that started an opportunity. Um, I'll definitely dial in, but I, I, I was hoping they would get some bigger names, but I understand why they couldn't. Now, I know the, the National Football League has said that they're going to partner with the XFL on some – some experimental things and in, in, in that, that. Well, they, and they did, they did that before. That's where we got the spider cam and everything else is from yeah. the XFL. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of things that the XFL brought to the NFL. Thanks to Jerry Jones jumping in and, and paying attention to what the XFL was doing. 
you know, he, he kind of instigated and, and said, hey, we, we need this in the NFL. We need that in the NFL. And, and that's kind of how that floated to to the surface on that. It, is it coincidence that we're starting to see the international schedule pick up more in the NFL with the USFL coming aboard, or is that just it just happened that way? That was something I think they've they've had the, that the NFL's in the works. had that on their mind for a long time, hadn't they, Garrett? Yeah, I mean, that, that, look, NBA is a global sport. Um, so MLS, whether I know a lot of it's not big here, but it's a global sport. It is. Um, I think the NFL realizes that they have to capitalize overseas to keep this rolling and keep because they've they've got America on lock. But, but, but if you could do that and get more people dialed in overseas, I mean, that only capitalizes absolutely. the market. Absolutely. But, guys, they tried this with a couple of games in, in Europe, and they weren't as effective as they as they thought. Then they remember they started the European League, and that kind of slid by the side. So they made two or three runs at this. What's going to make this different? The, well, for one, you're sending the Packers yeah. over you're not to send, Germany. You're not sending the Jacksonville Jaguars yeah. every other week over there. So you're actually sending you know teams that people recognize and want to be a part of. And I think look, you needed that. You needed those failures because you got to start because the adults now over there that are that are tuned in were the ones that were kids when this got introduced to them. And I think we it's kind of the opposite where we're talking about baseball where people aren't dialing in. People are over there, and I think it's beneficial. I'm going to swing back to the USFL, and, and here's look they're going to they're going to kick it off in in the middle of April. They've got you know they've got camp and all that, but they're going to do this in a bubble in uh, in Birmingham, Alabama. How is that going to affect, let's say, the Philadelphia Stars? I mean, if you can't actually go to the games, if you have if you're a resident of Philadelphia or you're a Houston Gambler fan and, and Kevin Sumlin and you can't go to the games because you don't live in Birmingham, Alabama, I mean, is how is that going to affect this league in their startup season? Uh, I, I think it might have a little bit of effect, but it's, I mean, it's made for TV enterprises and we've seen that work before. I mean, it just, it has. And, and look, COVID taught us that. And also, I mean, yesterday we were talking with Shahan about the decline in attendance for college you know, football because everybody's watching it on TV. So I feel like they probably evaluated that, realized there was an opportunity, and that it wasn't going to be that big of a deal. Plus, if you have it in a bubble, you eliminate any outside distractions, any delays. Uh, it's not ideal, but I think with the modern technology, it's going to work. Yeah, well, and look, they also – you know, they're going to have that bubble, but they're also – all the playoffs are going to be in Canton, Ohio. Right. At Tom Benson State uh, Stadium there where the playoffs and the championship is going to – all the playoffs and all championship games are going to be at the NFL Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's not by mistake. No. No. No, it's not. And uh, I find that interesting too, by the way, that, uh, that, that they're going to end up in, in that stadium, which is really associated with – the National Football League. I, I I know what we're talking about, but I mean, when you stop and think about that, I mean, doesn't that doesn't that scream NFL? Doesn't that scream, uh, you know, Hall of Fame game? And I mean, when you think about that stadium, uh, National Championship game. Now, Just you know, saying, D three National Championship game was played there. Absolutely, but I mean, when you stop and think about that, when, okay, let's go back. When you first heard that the D three Championship game was going to be played in that stadium. What was your initial thought? Excitement. Canton, Ohio, right? I mean, yeah. you, you don't even say Hall of Fame. You just say Canton, Ohio. You know yeah. exactly what mm -hmm. Canton, Ohio the birth, means. The birthplace of football. Absolutely. 
And so, hey, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I hope it works, and I really hope it works now. I've always been a, yeah, okay, it's summer football. But you know what? I'm gonna. I'm certainly going to give it an opportunity this spring. I'm excited. I think the NFL needs this. Honestly, it's the only major sport where we don't have a developmental league. We don't have, you know, and I think that if you can get that, it's going to be, especially now with the. I really feel like the transfer portal because you're going to have guys who can't find teams, and if you can have an opportunity to get on the field and you know make up some of those reps that you're losing at college. You know, to put film work out there, I think it definitely could help. But at this point, there's no affiliation between the USFL and the NFL. No, not at all. But I'm saying – But it could be. It could be. And Absolutely. I feel like you definitely need, though, whether it's even multiple. Maybe you have the USFL, you have the XFL. If you have more opportunities in America for those guys to play and, you know, try to work their way up for a roster, it's definitely something the NFL could use. All right, scouting combine coming up in Indianapolis. And uh, Cowboy head coach – Mike McCarthy meeting with the media. He let it be known that Dak Prescott had yet another surgery on his shoulder. His non-throwing shoulder, but yet another surgery on his shoulder. I mean, this guy over the last couple of years has been under the knife. Yeah. Look, it would be more of a concern if it was his throwing shoulder, but at the same time, he – with him being nicked up, and is he going to be ready once the season starts? This is probably where – when they go to training camp, he'll probably be in the sling. So, I mean, it's – here we go again. You know, like, we're starting camp and we're talking, well, is Dak going to be healthy? Is he going to be ready? It's like a broken cycle. Eight Cowboys under the knife. Is that a big number? Off-season surgeries? Not in the NFL anymore. I mean, everybody's getting something, aren't yeah. they? Yep, absolutely. I mean, everybody's getting a little, little something, something done. Yeah. So, all right, so uh, what are the Cowboys' needs? When, when you look at Dallas – Offensive line. O line, O line, particularly for me, it's center and, and tackle. I, I'm not sold on the tackles, and certainly not sold on that center holding number fifty-two. I mean, how many times did you hear that this year? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> so I, I'm with you. I think priority one is is O line. What what else? Probably secondary. I mean, you got Diggs, but he has a tendency to get burnt at times. Even though he does make a lot of interceptions. Uh, maybe sure that up. I'm still not sold on Vanderesh and them. I, I think, you know, Micah Parsons is elite. I think he is the best linebacker on that team. So maybe get another linebacker to help him out. You better do something wide receiver because you're probably yeah. going to get rid mm-hmm. of Amari's gone. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Amari Cooper and Wilson may be gone uh, as a free agent. Gallup. I don't know that you resign him either. So, I mean, from being very, very full at wide receiver, you may be very thin at wide receiver, Absolutely. so you may able to do something there. And, and, and you know, I've read a couple of articles that the Cowboys did not use Amari Cooper as a premier uh, number one wide receiver. Well, you know what? I think he was not their number one wide receiver. Uh, I think I think eighty eight was their their number one wide receiver. I mean, they have a they do a good job of receiver by committee. I I don't necessarily say that. Amari or CD is the number one. I mean, it's probably one A, one B. If you had one throw, one completion, you had to have a first down to keep your season alive. Are you throwing to Cooper? You throwing to CD Lamb? I mean, seriously, I'm probably I'm throwing, throwing to Cooper. I'm throwing to Cooper. I'm throwing to Lamb. I'm throwing I am to Cooper. I, I trust him more than I trusted Amari Cooper at the end of the year. I love CD Lamb. I think he's physical. Uh, I, 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 he's, I just, I like the way he plays the game. Uh, and, and again, I'm not knocking. Amari Cooper, but, you know, and you may be right. It may be 1A and 1B, but, my goodness, uh, 
it, when push comes to shove, I, I just I don't know. I just kind of I felt like eighty eight was was kind of my guy. So he could be. I just I just trust Cooper in those situations to to get it done. All right, it's uh, eight twenty seven. So they uh, we just kind of and we're gonna do that probably just about every day. Just kind of toss around this, that, and, and bacon fat when it comes to the Cowboys and the NFL and, and just whatever else. Maybe going on. All right. Uh, 827. We're 27 after 8 o'clock. Stay with us. We're going to talk some TCU hoops. We've got Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked on Horn Frogs coming up next. Recently on Game Time. We are joined by Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. I think Chris Beard is right when he says this is life. This is what happens. Things change. I think the fans are right to be mad at him because there's arguments that Texas Tech is a better basketball situation than Texas is. I think everybody here has a claim that they're right about, and I thought it made for an awesome atmosphere. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Bring on the bragging rights. Watch the PGA Tour's best golfers compete head-to-head, shot-for-shot. Are you kidding me? 112 matches, 64 players, one champion. WGC Dell Technologies Match Play, March 23rd through 27th at Austin Country Club. Tickets on sale now at dellmatchplay.com. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their arch supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Now is the time to start thinking about that spring break trip and servicing your vehicle at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. Whether your travels take you to the mountains where it's cold or the beach where it's warm, they have you covered. With their complimentary digital inspection, they are going to make sure your car is roadworthy. Have you been kished? Getting kished means keep individuals safe honestly. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are their business. Dedicated to serving you since 1998. They are local and they are honest and dependable. 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Lorena is headed to the regional semifinals for the second straight year after a 56-52 win over Grossbeck. Conley will also continue playing after a 71-57 win over Center. TCU beat Kansas 74-64. That puts Baylor a half game in front of the Jayhawks at the top of the Big 12 standings. Freshman Casey West tossed the first perfect game in Baylor softball history in a 9-0 win over Prairie View A&M. The Bears also won the nightcap 3-2 to sweep the doubleheader. McLennan softball opens conference play against Grayson. First pitch at Bosque River Ballpark is scheduled for 1 o'clock this afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's 832. This is game time from ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. With Tom and Garrett and Ward, we're glad you're with us. The Bears now in first place in a tie for first. Are, you know, the, well, they're actually they're tied in the loss column and a half in, in a game up in the win column because they're 13 and four. And Kansas is now 12 and four. Thanks to our friends from Fort Worth, uh, the TCU Horn Frogs, and we're now joined by Stephen Simcox from the podcast Locked On Horn Frogs. And Stephen, how about the Frogs in their 10 point win last night? Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. Uh, no, it was a big win for TCU. And honestly, I think I, I came on here after they lost to Iowa State at home a few weeks ago, and I said, this team's pretty much done. Right? Like, the postseason hopes have been pretty dashed. They haven't really been able to upset anyone uh, in the top four of the conference so far this year. I don't see them doing it later on this season. But that um, a win against Texas Tech Saturday. Hell on in that one. And then, uh, yesterday evening, just played really great defense in the second half. You know, scored enough, got some big buckets down the stretch. One thing that struck me, Tom, was they, uh, they dominated Kansas on the boards. I mean, they out-rebounded KU 47-35 last night. I thought they were big. Uh, Eddie Lampkin and Xavier Cork actually had a better game than David McCormick, which I would not have predicted that um, to happen. And as you sort of laid out there, like Kansas had plenty to play for. And I felt like coming off a loss to Baylor, Obviously, they'd be inspired. They have a chance to, uh, you know, kind of show up the Big 12 if they could win out. And um, they left the door open now by, by taking a loss. But big win for TC basketball. Um, they should finally be in the tournament now, which is a big deal for that program. It'll only be the second time in 25 years they've done that if they hear their name called on Selection Sunday. So um, a good night for them, another great atmosphere. And, yeah, Jamie Dixon and the squad, is, they found a way to turn this thing around. Only seven turnovers for the Frogs last night. How are they protecting the basketball, and has that been the biggest change in this team's game right now to put them in a situation to make the tournament? Yeah, I don't really know how they're doing it, Ward. Um, I wish they would have done it like two months ago, but they suddenly found a way to be much more protective of the ball. I think one thing that's helped is early in the games, especially, I feel like they're getting their offense quicker. You know, they're not plodding around and taking nearly as much time dribbling the ball at the top of the key. They're moving around. They're getting guys uh, good looks within the flow of the offense. So that's been helpful. Um, but, yeah, they've just made it a point. I mean, some, some guys like Damian Ball and Mike Miles, who have been known to kind of loose with the basketball, have uh, tightened things up recently. And that's been the biggest difference offensively. 
um, for this group as they're not giving up 10 or 15 points. I think there were some subtle things that Jamie did that helped as well. You know, they struggled all year long, really, um, having a short rotation with closing out halves well, like closing out the first half really well. And even though KU ended up going to the break with a one-point lead uh, on kind of like a mini 6 nothing run, um, Jamie Dixon was able to get Mike Miles and Emmanuel Miller some rest before that under four-minute media timeout. And it seemed like that helped them sort of keep their energy level up going into halftime. So that was uh, a big moment, too. But the turnovers, it's been an incredible turnaround. And, um, you know, I, honestly, like so many fans have been telling me when I've done the podcast, like, if this team could just stop turning the ball over, they'd be great. And I, I would say, yeah, but we're, you know, almost three months in the season. Like, I feel like they're just going to kind of turn the ball over. That's who they are. But they suddenly um, found a way to protect the basketball, and that's been a huge reason for their two-game winning streak. Steven, what do you think Lampkin's full potential is? I mean, like last night, his physicality, even against Baylor, even when he was hurt, you know, he got injured there. But, I mean, he's really coming on. What do you think his full potential is uh, throughout his TCU career? Well, I mean, he's a four-year guy, I think. Like, this is year two for him, and I feel like he's a dude that's going to play four or five years in school. Um, and as far as where he can go and where he can grow, I think there's a lot left on the table for him. You know, what he does well is he brings energy. You mentioned the physicality, um, the way he rebounds, the way he plays defense, he gives this team a spark. He just always gives you solid minutes. You know, offensively, he's still pretty raw. But one thing that he did in the offseason, uh, he dropped 75 pounds. Like, he came into school, his nickname was Baby Shaq, and he was a fun player to watch, but he was hovering around 330 pounds. And just, I mean, to be frank about it, like, he just couldn't play many minutes at this level of basketball because he would get so fatigued. So he made a commitment to change his diet and change his lifestyle, um, and that's made him a starter on this, on this uh, TCU team. It's allowed him to, you know, have some more stamina and, and go for longer stretches in the game. Um, but yeah, I think if he can, if he can learn how to score in the low post at a more um, efficient and effective pace, then he could end up being a really good college basketball player. I, I, I think moving at, moving on after that will be tough just because of his size and he's not really somebody that has, um, you know, much of a, a, a mid-range game or anything like that, but. Uh, I, I do think there's a lot left for him to grow, but his the way he's gotten on the floor is by rebounding and playing good defense, and I mean that's something you're always going to need. So um, I feel like he's only, he'll always be a guy that will get significant minutes for him. Steven, because of COVID, it is a back-to-back uh, with, with Kansas and three games in one week. So now the Frogs need to pack some clean clothes. They're headed to Lawrence on Thursday and then uh, Morgantown on Saturday uh, at 8-8. Eight and eight, uh, do you feel good about where they are, or do they need maybe to, to go get one of these two on the road? No, I feel pretty good. I think eight wins in the in Big 12 play should get you in, especially with the teams they beat. Now, I mean, I would like to see them beat uh, either KU on the road or West Virginia on the road to close out the year, and I feel like that would really solidify your chances. But I feel pretty good about where they're at right now. And Yeah, the schedule's tough, Tom. I mean, they've been on the road a lot and playing back-to-back essentially, but um, I feel like, you know, I remember talking to Kevin Hoffman, I think it was last year, uh, when they were in the craziness of playing like every five days or something, and he mentioned, honestly, at the end of the year, like, the kids really want to play games. They're not interested in practicing. So, I, I think that might be a good thing for TCU, too. Like, you're just, you're in the dog days of the season. You're trying to close out the year. 
Um, obviously, you're not going through a lot of hard practices right now. You're just playing basketball games. So maybe that's been a sort of a boost for them. But um, I feel like they're firmly in the tournament. It would be nice to get one more win, but I don't, I don't think it's a necessity at this point. Steven, last night was the 12th win in six seasons over a ranked team under Jamie Dixon. Is he starting to push through the door now and put his stamp on this TCU program? It feels like it. I mean, they had sort of a, you know, the first couple of years they made the NIT, won the NIT, when they made an NCAA tournament appearance, and expectations kind of changed for Jamie. Um, they hit a swing after that, but they seem to be back to uh, being a contender again at least, you know, to make the NCAA tournament be a factor in Big 12 play, which is a big deal. And, you know, he took a risk. He really turned this roster over in the offseason. Um, and it's paying off. Uh, so they found a way to turn the season around after some disappointing losses in the middle of the year. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Jamie, the, the facilities have been upgraded. And they've made a commitment to basketball. Uh, I think the atmosphere at the games are getting better. So this might be a turning point for him. Um, which is good for, for Jamie and the program because it did feel like they had hit sort of a lull. They've kind of snapped themselves out of that with uh, with a few big wins here lately. Steven, how confident are you that this team can make a run in March? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about a run. Like, I think they can win a game and then you sort of see what happens in the round of 32, depending on what your, what your matchups are. Um, if they play at this level, obviously I think they have a chance to beat uh, well, a lot of teams, you know, and just about any team they match up against. But um, they're thin. The rotation's pretty thin. The guard play has been better lately, but it still lacks something to be desired. Uh, but one thing they do well is they rebound and they defend. And I feel like that travel, that's going to benefit you no matter who you play. So, yeah, it's all about matchups in March. Um, I could see them winning a game, and then anything on top of that would kind of be, you know, gravy, I guess you could say. But I don't know about making a run here, but, you um, there's certainly, when they play like they did against KU and Texas Tech, uh, they're a really dangerous group. TCU baseball dropped an early one, but now they're on a six-game winning streak and, and getting ready to play Kentucky. It, are you seeing this team start to come together as well under new head coach and, and trying to kind of just feel each other out, but really on a good run right now? They are. I mean, the schedule hasn't been uh, incredible. Like Nebraska, I know they had some – high preseason expectations, but they seem to be struggling out the gates. Uh, and then held on last night against UTA. But one thing they have done more is they've pitched well in just about every game. And that's a huge thing. That's a good sign. I think that's the biggest reason for optimism right now for TCU fans. Uh, their weekend rotation has been good. Austin Crow has been solid. Um, and then Riley Cornelio on the Saturday spot, he's got electric stuff. A young guy, he seems to know what he's doing. Brett Walker, the transfer from Oregon. Um, he just knows how to pitch. Like He comes out on Sundays and works fast and attacks hitters. He's not afraid to pound the strike zone. So those are all positives. Uh, this lineup doesn't have as much pop as they did last year. They're still finding a way to generate runs. So I like where the baseball team is right now. I think that the concern for them is that, man, we talk about Big 12 basketball, but the top of this league, like Texas looks incredible. Um, I know Oklahoma State had that huge series winning against Vandy to open the season. They look like they're going to be a pretty salty bunch. Uh, Texas Tech has been a little uneven, but it seems like Coach Tadbox teams always start slow and then they get going. And, you know, they play with that wind out there. They play basically a little weak field in Lubbock and they just hit bombs all the time. So uh, it's going to be a tough a tough group to hang out and hang up with and um, hang around with. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the energy they're playing with and they're pitching well. And, and that's going to serve you 
well no matter who you play here as, as the season gets going. Steven, uh, as far as football goes, y'all just get Rashad Samples coming over as part of Dyke's um, uh, coaching staff, and he's already interviewing with the Rams. What does that say about him, and how important is it going to be to keep him on staff from a recruiting aspect? I think it's really important to you know, honestly, like, I think Sonny Dice was a good hire given the circumstances and how things played out. But a big selling point for him was that he had built a good staff and he had Rashad on staff. He brought over Brian Kennison from USC, and, and Brian was at Texas before that. Um, so we had some young guys, young assistants that really got after it on the recruiting trail. You know, for Rashad, it's a good opportunity. I think it's kind of interesting that an NFL team would be interested in him just because he's more of a recruiter or he's no more of a recruiter. Um, but he's a rising star in the industry, and he's still in his 20s, and he's already an assistant head coach. He's made a huge impression um, in the coaching community. So uh, I get why they'd be willing to talk with him. Um, obviously, he's a super personable guy. I think he'll impress him in the interview process. But uh, for TCU, yeah, they, they need to keep him on board. I think if, if he didn't even make it to the fall, that would be super disappointing. And, um, you know, Sonny Dykes has shown they can go get talented assistant coaches, but that would be a huge loss as they try to, you know, get some momentum for this 2023 class. Uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I was surprised that it's it's going down, or at least he's going to get an interview. But, honestly, like, hey, it's a good opportunity. Uh, I can't fault somebody for trying to further their career, obviously. Spring practice just a few days away and first one under Sonny Dykes. Uh, what are you looking for out of the Frogs in spring practice for this football team? Well, I want to see how the O-line and D-line look. They're pretty thin at both those positions. More. They've had some transfers. They've had some guys that have moved out of the program since the new regime took over. Um, and then, obviously, like every school in the country, you know, some schools, I guess, have it more solidified than others, but the quarterback position, Max Beckett and Chandler Morris will be battling it out for now. But I, I honestly, I'm still looking to see if they add another QB, maybe after spring ball, um, in the mix to have some more competition. But yeah, those are the two things I'm watching the most. Joe Gillespie coming over, a new scheme on defense, so I'll be excited to see what they're doing there. Uh, but I think this defense is going to be sort of a rebuilding project given the talent they've lost and obviously the great mom they lost with Gary Patterson. Um, but, yeah, spring ball will be fun. It's supposed, they're supposed to have more access to normal. Uh, fans are invited to come out to the early morning practices, and it looks like the spring game is going to be more of a scrimmage um, than just kind of an open practice like they've done in the past. So uh, I think there's some excitement around a new regime, and it should be fun to see how some of these solution models play out. Stephen, uh, what do you got uh, What do you got coming up on the podcast? Yeah, we talked about that big league in Kansas today, and, uh, you know, you're in some shot samples notes. We're covering that. Get you ready for uh, March Madness, baseball, and then all the football offseason notes you can uh, handle. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys having me on. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. 846, 14 away from nine. If TCU goes to Lawrence and beats KU in Allen Fieldhouse, it would be one of those, mark this one down. You know how many times in the history of KU basketball under Bill Self that they've had a three-game losing streak? Never. Twice. Think about that. that that's remarkable. It Twice. is. Twice. And, 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 you know, they lost back-to-back games, which I think is now 14 times. You know, we were joking. We said five or six. Or, but really, 14 times, uh, I think they've lost back-to-back games. And, and only twice have they lost three in a row. And that's what you're asking them to do if TCU goes in there. Now, on the flip side, 
I think Saturday is very doable. Don't you guys going to, to Morgantown and West Virginia where they have flat just struggled, flat out struggled, even at home, uh, which is kind of unusual. But the, West Virginia has just – this has just not been their year. It hasn't, and it's surprising to see um, a Bob Huggins team struggle the way they have. They have the players. They just can't, for whatever reason, get over the hump. Um, but I think the experience and the struggles this year will benefit them next year. But, yeah, if, if you're looking at that game, I think that's one TCU gets. All right, uh, that is uh, that is some college basketball for you here this, this morning. This is uh, Game Time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. There's more of Game Time coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Moore. The Bears close the regular season on Senior Day, Saturday, hosting Iowa State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Men's Basketball, all season long, here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. 
At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Lorena is headed to the regional semifinals for the second straight year after a 56-52 win over Grossbeck. Conley will also continue playing after a 71-57 win over Center. TCU beat Kansas 74-64. That puts Baylor a half game in front of the Jayhawks at the top of the Big 12 standings. Freshman Casey West tossed the first perfect game in Baylor softball history in a 9-0 win over Prairie View A&M. The Bears also won the nightcap 3-2 to sweep the doubleheader. McLennan softball opens conference play against Grayson. First pitch at Bosque River Ballpark is scheduled for 1 o'clock this afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8.52, and congratulations to Glenmore and the Baylor softball team. They sweep a doubleheader from Prairie View A&M, uh, winning the nightcap 3-2. to two. But, guys, in the opener, 9 nothing Baylor, a uh, five-inning run rule game in which freshman Casey West pitched a perfect game, the first in softball history. That's pretty cool, isn't it? That is. That's amazing. It's the first. Yeah, I, I, and you know what? That was my initial thought. Is, yeah. Really? Really, this is the first perfect game? Well, that that will also tell you just how hard that is to get done. I mean, they've had a lot of really good pitchers come through there, too, for her. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, no walks, no hits, and nobody left on base. <laughs> they uh, they get the perfect game win, 9 nothing over Prairie View A&M, and then they take the nightcap 3-2. to two. All right, tonight in baseball, right here on ESPN Central Texas, 6-15 for the pregame, the Bears head to Houston. They're going to take on uh, – the Rice Owls, that will be a 6-15 warm-up with a 6-30 first pitch. It's the first of four games in the city of Houston because uh, I guess they'll practice Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday they're going to be in the uh, in the uh, Sh- uh, Shriners Children's College Classic and uh, they'll have games uh, with, uh, I guess, LSU, Tennessee, and uh, UCLA, so... Uh, the, uh, good, great, great competition, a lot of fun, and it's at Minute Maid. I've been there several times for this tournament, and it should be uh, should be a great time. Also today on the John Morris Show, John is going to have uh, Dustin Johnson from the Shriners Hospitals on the program live from Kish's uh, Complete Car Care Center. So uh, we'll, we'll have that for you this afternoon. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Uh, many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Uh, again, John live at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. Ward, uh, I'm at mostly at 4 o'clock uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. For Ward and Garrett, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll see you in the morning at 7.